I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts. This episode of Livewire is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you can call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello there. Welcome to the Best News Podcast from Livewire, brought to you by Alaska Airlines. This is the show where we talk about what's good in the news, which is easier some weeks than others. But we are here. We are going to tell you the good stuff that is happening out there in the wide world. My name is Luke Burbank. Right over there is my friend, Elena Passarello. Hello, Elena. Welcome to week nine of the Best News Podcast. Week nine. Mm -hmm. El Nueve. I think I made that joke this, last week. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the part of the show where Luke learns very basic Spanish, like <laughs> segundo and the nuff. I like the French for like, the nuff. <laughs> Each week, I would like us to change languages. Okay, I would like you to figure out what number episode of the show we're on, what week we've arrived at, and then in a language that's not English, what we should call it. I can't believe we've done nine of these. I know, they just fly by when you're having fun and finding good news and getting more fan mail, uh -oh. Elena. <laughs> Best news at livewireradio.org is our email address. And as we continue to get one fan letter a week, I continue to open the show with that one <laughs> fan letter. This one's from Scott. I have been a fan of Livewire for a few years, and I'm really enjoying the new Best News podcast. I enjoyed the stories about Dolly Parton on a dinosaur. Aww. And the cat cafe in Japan with the model train set. And then uh, Scott recommended that we, at some point, maybe talk about this cat cafe in Lviv, Ukraine, that they've kept open because they do not want their cats to, uh, to not have a place to be. So um, thinking of the folks out there in Lviv running the cat cafe. And Scott for bringing that to our attention. That's rad. Yes. So if you'd like to send us a fan letter, if you, if you act now, you might get it read on the show. Yeah. Once we start getting like five or six letters a week, then it's, Whoa. you know, <laughs> we, we probably won't be able to read each and every one of these handcrafted emails <laughs> that come in. I saw my first cherry blossoms <gasps> of the season, Elena, this week here in Portland, and I, it just filled me <laughs> with so much joy and hope. Pedicle elongation, I believe it's That's called. exactly right. You saw some pedicular elongation. <laughs> what does that mean again? You've told me that before and I've completely forgotten it. I think it just means, I don't know, honestly, but I think it just means buds. I think I, <laughs> I, when I, I track the cherry blossoms in D.C. and that is a stage that everyone is very excited when they've reached it. Uh, so they start buying their tickets once uh -huh. the cherry blossoms have reached pedicle elongation. <laughs> I was thinking about this, though, because I was... 
marveling at this cherry blossom. And, you know, here in the Northwest, it feels like it gets so dark and so, <laughs> so wet for so long in the, in the, in the winter season that when you start to see those little shoots of life coming back and like, you it's know, we're going to be springing ahead. So we're going to get more daylight and the, the cherry blossoms were blossoming. And I, I remember having this thought that like what I would really like, because the cherry, blo- actually that blossom that, you know, the, the period of time that cherry blossoms are going is very brief, right? Like it's like, mm. it's not happening and then it's happening and it's full pedal elongation. Yeah. And then you turn around and the, the cherry blossoms have all kind of fallen. And it's like, I'm like, well, how have you not bred a cherry tree that's just in bloom all year round? And then somebody said to me, yeah, but what's cool about it is that it only lasts for a couple of weeks. Mm. You know, we probably have the like science to make it so that <laughs> there's some cherry tree that would just stay in that state 365 days a year. But what makes it special is that it's a limited time offer. Yeah. That's why you take down your Christmas tree. You know, you, you, you only, you only get to enjoy it for a season. I love the cherry blossom snow too. Like when the, here at the school where I teach, they have a bunch of cherry trees that just rain these petals and you feel like you're in like a Madonna video from 1998, you know, just <laughs> You mean the through. video for the song Rain? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what a deep oh, cut. Oh, I had the Immaculate Collection <sighs> until my dad caught me with it and snapped the CD in half. Oh, dear. Which was a problem because it wasn't my CD. It oh, was no. my friend Peter's sister's. <laughs> All right, let's take a look out there in the wider world. Elena, what's the best news that you saw this week? Oh, I got such a good one, Burbank. Um, okay. Are you ready? Are your cheeks ready to smile? Are yes. they stretched? Because you're going to smile real big after this one. Okay, okay. Okay, so we've got to go to Westside Elementary School in Healdsburg, California. Okay. Where two teachers, Jessica Martin, who's the art teacher, and Ashera Weiss, have started the coolest project with their elementary school kids. It's a hotline that you can call, anyone can call, and get some kind of advice, some kind of encouragement. Just basically you can check in with an elementary school-aged human and benefit from their wisdom. Really? I have the number here if you'd like to call it. Yeah, let's take a listen. Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press 2. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press 3. If you need to hear kids laughing with delight, press 4. <laughs> now, does, is it like mad, comma, frustrated, or is it like... Boston, <laughs> mad, It's like how Diplo Philly. would say that you're frustrated. You're mad, frustrated. <laughs> I feel like it's a series, yeah. Um, okay. so, so which is it? Are you, are you feeling frustrated? Would you like some words of encouragement? Do you need a kindergarten pep talk? You know what? I'm in a perpetual state of nervousness. So maybe we can go with uh, door number one, some, some kind of uh, advice for helping if you're mad, frustrated, or nervous. Okay. Well, when you're feeling mad, you should take three deep breaths and think of things that make you happy. The thing that makes me happy is when... And, and I think of happy things will happen in the future, like going to a friend's house or a cousin's house. Bye. If you're sad or angry, go get a cookie, a smoothie, or an ice cream. <laughs> yeah, ice cream. I love that the kid who says to take three deep breaths is, hasn't taken a breath like since his fourth birthday. <laughs> That's right. I was that kid. I talked really fast, a lot to say. 
It was like running out of breath at the end of my sentences. And I loved hanging out with my cousins. That's like the most fun thing when you're a kid, if you're lucky enough to have cousins. Like oh, when you yeah. Go visit them because they're not as annoying as your actual siblings because you don't see them as much. Yeah, I didn't have siblings. So my cousins were like the closest thing I had to like a non-adult pal <laughs> for a yeah. long time. Okay, I'm feeling, I am feeling already less nervous. <laughs> Is there anything, anything more adorable than kindergartners delivering their their sort of advice on the world. I mean, this is the main stock and trade of this podcast is cute kid audio, I think. Well, you're and you're not alone in finding this soothing or helpful because they have gotten in the 2 weeks since this hotline was released in late February, 700 callers per hour. Whoa. <laughs> and the uh, art teacher Jessica Martin says that she thinks of it as this kind of art project, art as social practice, which I think is so beautiful. It's such a great way to think of what art means. It's not making something that you sell to hang on a wall. It's looking at the things that you have that you can share with the world to make them feel better, which is why arts education needs to stay in the schools. <laughs> and as this has become more popular, you're saying they're getting like 700 calls an hour or something. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's reinforcing in the minds of these young students that their voices matter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's being very reinforced by that. And I mean, I feel like it could be formative. That could be something that you kind of carry with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Something like being a kindergartner, recording some advice, and then having adults all over the world calling the phone number and listening to it. I mean, that could really kind of put you on a certain trajectory in, in your life. I hope so. Yeah, I think that's great. Can I hear some words of encouragement, some life advice? Because Lord knows I could use it. Just press two. Okay. Be grateful for yourself. Dude, live it up. <laughs> Be you. I trust that you can make things right. Be happy. <laughs> Try it again. Believe in yourself. Dude. Live it up. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that kid has, like, spike, his hair is spiked up. Mm -hmm. He's wearing sunglasses. He's playing air guitar there at Westside Elementary. He's got an older brother for sure. Like a, yeah. a sassy older brother. That is... Really awesome. I used to call, there was this uh, movie theater in North Carolina <laughs> that had like the funniest outgoing, this is pre-pandemic, like the funniest outgoing messages. This just kind of like good old boy, it was a drive-in theater and he would do these very elaborate descriptions of the movies. <laughs> I have it saved in my phone just as fun times. Aww. Like that's the contact. So if I was ever just like bored or wanted like kind of to be sort of cheered up, but they stopped doing it. <laughs> now it's just like an automated robot voice that tells you the times of the movies. Get these kids to do it. I'm going to have to slot in the uh, the West Side Kids as my new... Fun times. My new fun times phone call to make if I need some, uh, some, some cheering up. Well, if you want to, that number is 707-998-8410. Okay, one more time. Now I want to do it like that North Carolina guy. <laughs> well, you know, Luke Burbank, if you want to call and get some good information, you got to call 707-998-8410. That's also very old school of us giving a phone number twice. Like, that's very 1980s radio call-in style. Yeah. Like, nobody does that anymore. Nor do, do we know anyone's phone number. No. Which is, I mean, if I lose my phone, it's, y'all you, you won't hear from me You're for a probably You're two to three months. Because I don't know anyone's phone number anymore. But anyway. All right. The best news that I saw this week has to do with Wordle. Uh-oh. I know, I know. We're all talking about Wordle too much. But this is a very curious story about a guy named Steven Cravada, who actually six years ago created his own word puzzle game called Wordle. 
oh, no. and put it in the app store, mostly just to impress his friends, he said. He was trying to learn how to do programming. Now, it's called Wordle with an exclamation point, oh. <laughs> but it's spelled exactly like the Wordle that we all know and love now. Okay. And so he makes this game, like, he's getting in the single digits of downloads, like, per week. <laughs> Just kind of, you know, his friends have tried it out. I don't even know if it's a particularly great game or not. Then, in December, like, last December, he decides to log into his account, and he realizes that the game has been purchased half a million times. Oh, no. <laughs> of people trying to buy the other Wordle, but buying his Wordle. <laughs> So he's like kind of stoked about it, but also feels a little conflicted because he knows that these people were not coming to try to buy his Wordle. How much did it cost? I don't know how much it is to get the app, but this must have added up because he reached out to Josh Wordle, okay, who's the real Wordle guy, (laughs) and said, look, I'm getting all these people that are coming and downloading this, my app, because they think it's your app. And what I would like to do is donate the proceeds, $50,000, to a charity of your choice. Oh. So the Josh Wordle Wordle guy goes on his official stuff and links everyone to the other Wordle dude and says, we're now collaborating, and this money is going to get donated to uh, a place called Boost West Oakland, which provides free tutoring and mentorship for children in Oakland, California. Cool. Now I kind of want to play the original Wordle game uh-huh. and see if I'm better at it than the newer Wordle. Oh, did you? I just saw this article. This isn't the best news, Elena. This is like the realistic news. I just saw this article this week that they're tracking people cheating on Wordle now. Uh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> on, a day, on a day when the Wordle answer is particularly difficult, they'll just see these certain trends in like the internet searching that people are doing and they can figure out where people are trying to figure out the wordle. And they found that New Hampshire cheats the most. Really? According to this, I would say it's minimally scientific, this study, <laughs> but it was presented in an, in like uh, the New York Post or something as where in the country we're cheating on Wordle the most. And they've noted that the, the incidence of people trying to use the internet to solve it has gone up since it went to the New York Times because I think it's gotten a lot harder. I don't know about you. Agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done Quartal yet? <laughs> no. It's four Wordle boards at once and you get like six guesses. Jenny, the Livewire photographer, told me about this. So you have to figure out four words at the same time. And every time you guess, the letters populate each of the four boards. It's like a, like a fever dream. Like- that sounds like, <laughs> like serious three-dimensional chess. It hurts. Which is three <laughs> dimensions too hard for me. Have you heard of Hurdle? No. <laughs> I played Hurdle for the first time this week. It is a game where you hear one second of a song, and you have to try to guess what this, you have to name that tune. Oh, you know I will crush that. if you can't name that. it, they'll give you the next two seconds of the song. But here's the problem. It's pop music. Like, it's what is currently popular. Oh, never mind. So yeah, I, would, <laughs> I did all 16 seconds, and I still didn't know what the song was. Like, if they were, if it was like, you know, classic rock or something, I would maybe be able to get it. But it's still a fun idea for the game. Okay, I got one more for you. All right. Worldle. <laughs> Have you heard that? of 
worldle. <laughs> no, I don't even like saying that word. That's like trying to say the rural juror. Yeah, it is. It's the rural, <laughs> rural juror of wordle games. Worldle <laughs> is they give you an outline of a country and you have <gasps> a few guesses. To, they, every time you guess a country, they tell you how far away your guess is from the actual country. <laughs> every single country looks like Turkey. Every every time I'm like, oh, that's Turkey. And it I'm never tell you is. What, if it's not Italy, I'm in big trouble. If it's not shaped like a boot, <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, a little preview of what we're doing on the radio show this week. We are going to be celebrating Women's History Month. Talking to filmmaker Andrea Nevins, she directed a documentary about women in stand-up comedy. It is called Hysterical, and it is very funny and also a really interesting look at this particular art form and what it's taken for women to get their place in stand-up. Also, we're going to talk to Melissa Phoebos. She's going to talk about her new collection of essays, Girlhood. Uh, which looks at the forces that shape the lives of girls and then the adults that they become. And Pink Martini is going to perform a cover of the 1970s feminist anthem, I Am Woman. That was a powerful moment there in Revolution Hall. Yeah, I think Lindy West was there singing along, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> kind of those moments where I was looking out on the stage like, is this really our job? <laughs> It's like, we've got about 20 people on stage, including Pink Martini and Lindy West, and the whole crowd is singing and swaying. It was all, It was beautiful. It was a vibe. It was, it was a, a vibe. whole vibe. Yeah. So tune in for that. That's the radio show uh, this week, which of course also comes out as a podcast. It uh, comes out digitally on Friday. So uh, listen up for that. All right. Thank you so much to the Livewire team who makes this podcast possible. Laura Haddon is our executive producer. Our producer and editor is Melanie Sevchenko. Our assistant editor is Trey Hester. Special thanks to our intern, Jonas Myers. I know. He's the best, best news finder. <laughs> he really is. Molly Pettit is our technical director of Mixer. Our theme music is composed by A. Walker Spring. And thanks to all of you, our listeners. We'll be back here uh, next week with another edition of the podcast. In the meantime, though, Elena, any sage advice for the listeners? Dude, live it up. That's right. And also have the absolute <laughs> best week. Dear Livewire, when we first met, I was really shy. I had no idea we'd spend so much time together or that you'd be one to fill my heart with, with joy and make me want to be a better person. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were here. I was busy reading a review from one of our many, many rapturously smitten listeners. Oh, wait, actually, no, sorry. This is from Elena. Anyway, the point is, uh, it would be really helpful if you wanted to leave us a review. Feel free to say really nice things about us, and uh, we'll even read them now and then on the show. So you might hear your review of Livewire read on the program itself. Uh, reviews help other people hear about the show, and then we can keep doing this for a long, long time because we love having this job. Uh, thank you so much if you've left a review, and if you're about to leave a review, you can go ahead and do it right where you get the podcast. 